Welcome to the Swisspreneur Show, a podcast about startup stories and hands-on learnings from experienced entrepreneurs. My name is Sylvan, and I will be your host. Martin, uh, very well, welcome to the Swisspreneur Show. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you, Sylvan, for the invitation. You are the CEO and co-founder of Tudicode, a company that is turning documents into value by analyzing their unstructured data. I think this is a, a very relevant and also increasingly important topic that you're tackling there. So I wonder what actually motivated you to start your own company. My parents are not entrepreneurs, but uh, they taught me to be curious, to go out to the world, open-minded and learn. And um, during my studies, I studied international relations at the Graduate Institute in Geneva. I co-founded um, the Initiative for Intercultural Learning, which is a student networks that organizes study trips to emerging markets, for example, to Venezuela, Israel, Palestine, and to know the culture, political, economical situation, a bit in contrast to what as a teenager or as a student you would experience as a backpacker. And at that time, I came really into entrepreneurship, although um, it was for a non-for-profit organization. But I learned there actually what it is possible um, to make ideas and turn them into reality. So after that, I think um, the second thing is um, having the right team and third, of course, also the right timing. And uh, after my MBA, um, when I came back to Switzerland, Aaron, one of the co-founders, approached me and said that they want to start a company. So for me, it was actually the right time with the right people. And uh, then off we went. Sounds like the perfect combination. Let's also talk a bit more about the problem that you actually tackle. So why do people or companies need the services of Tudicode? Yes. You know, like... 80% of the business-relevant data is at the moment unstructured and therefore it's not, not accessible by companies. This data is normally trapped inside documents. You can think of PDF, of a scan, of emails. And therefore, today, it's still a very manual task to copy-paste information out of those documents and bring it to a format, into a machine-readable format that can afterwards uh, be used for uh, business process automation, but also for enabling analytics. And therefore, we've built Mint Extract, which is our tool based on machine learning that focuses on data extraction and data classification within documents. You already mentioned the co-founders in, in the previous question. You are the business co-founder, and there are three additional co-founders with engineering background. Can you talk a bit more about the experience that all of you together bring to the table? Yes, sure. So in our case, it was actually first the team and then the idea. Um, Patrick, our CTO, Benjamin, our COO, and Aaron, our head of machine learning, they studied together computer science at ETH and already worked for companies at that time. And for them, it was clear that they're going to start their own um, company. And uh, I know Aaron back from high school, um, and during that time, and also since today, we spent quite a lot of time together in the Alps. Aaron is a mountain guide, and I was basically his buddy on the rope. We climbed different summits. So that's basically how the four of us came together. And then at the beginning, um, um, it was important for us that uh, we get to know each other quickly, that we know whether we share the same principles, that we share the same values. 
And uh, after um, a few exchanges, um, for the four of us, it was clear that there will be a, a prosperous way ahead of us. And uh, we started with the company. So not only climbing summits together, but also uh, building and climbing the summit of entrepreneurship together, sort of. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what we are doing right now. Yes. Awesome. So, you know, across such a summit, you also have certain milestones that you reach, right, uh, on the way up. So what are some of the milestones that you recently achieved with your company? From a business side, we achieved to get up to 1 million in, uh, in revenue. And um, it's important to mention here that we're actually a bootstrapping company. So we did that without any external funding so far. Um, this is one number, but of course, um, we, we achieve for, uh, we, we want to go for more than this. From a technical or research and development perspective, we were able to outperform international benchmarks when it comes to table recognition and table detection. So basically understanding what is a table within a company and afterwards also extracting data within, um, such a table. It's one of the hardest, um, academic challenges when it comes to data extraction. So we were um, happy to do there a very good job and can use it now also for, for our customers. And thirdly, um, from an organizational point of view, um, we recently um, successfully managed to go through um, risk assessment project or assessment by a, by a bank. Um, this is always a good indicator on the level of maturity that you reach as a, as a company. We need that. Of course, um, we can still do some further measures, but I think it shows that we are um, overall on a, on a good track. And I know that, you know, like patents are a bit tricky in the software area, but is there any way how you can also protect your technology? Yes, um, as you mentioned, so software in Europe is not, um, cannot really be um, protected in a way. Um, however, um, we do have, of course, our, our secret sauce. Um, that was basically the first two years where, we, where my three co-founders sp spent a lot of time coming up with a own programming language, which uh, we call DQL, which stands for Document Query Language, and allows to very quickly access any text, image, or table uh, information within documents. So these coupled together um, with the research and machine learning um, helped us actually to have now this cutting-edge technology together. And we protect us, of course, with the normal uh, measures being um, employment uh, contracts, um, having this proprietary um, technology in-house. But overall, um, it, doesn't, um, it doesn't mean that we would stop doing research now. We just have to keep on going and make sure that we keep on being state-of-the-art in what we are doing. Absolutely. Um, I'm sure that this also gives you sort of a competitive edge. And that's exactly the next question I want to ask more about is the competitive landscape. Can you talk a bit more about how that looks like on the market side? So we are in, in, a, in a global market and the market of data extraction is not a very new market, um, has been around for quite a few, few years. However, um, like originally it was more like a template based solutions that were out there. So meaning if the information is always at the same position with the same layout, with the same structure of documents, um, it was able to capture it. Now with new technologies such as machine learning or deep learning, um, we have a much more flexibility at hand, um, also much higher usability on the one hand. And with these um, techniques, 
we are actually able to, to solve multiple problems. Now, if you look at the market, there are some vendors um, out there that are limited to a specific document type, for example, when reading out invoices. However, what we've learned over the past years when uh, talking to our customers is that what they want to have is basically a platform where they can work with um, any kind of documents, because usually um, a business process always involves multiple document types. And they are the people that know best what kind of information they need. So they need to have a very interactive way of work with documents, of taking influence, also of steering the process. And with Mint Extract, they are basically able to do so because we give them the tool so that they can really access the information that they need on a daily basis. And, you know, building a startup usually is uh, quite a, a tough uh, thing to do and you always face challenges and there are new challenges coming up as soon as you solve the old ones. So what was like one of the toughest challenges that you had to overcome with uh, Tudi Code? Well, last summer um, in our offices, we, we had several days with temperature above 30 degrees and uh you know, working with programmers is great. They are great people. Um, they need to have at least two screens, a fast machine, free coffee, and a complex problem, and then off you go. Um, but uh, when we have more than 30 degrees, of course, it somehow has an impact on the productivity. So we had to make sure that we become creative, um, buy some air conditioner, and uh, make them, again, um, comfortable um, when working. No joke aside, I mean, this is one topic, of course, <laughs> that we also face. Overall, there are always um, new obstacles coming up. And uh, now just talking from a business perspective, of course, in the markets that we are in, um, we at the moment have not just focusing on one specific area, but we, um, Mint Extract is used in different industries. Um, this brings normally the challenge that we somehow need and want to focus. And with the limited resources that we have, um, we need to do it even more. So this is basically one challenge that we face on a, on a continuous basis. And at the same time, you're also fundraising at the moment. Um, first of all, you are bootstrapped. You closed your first million in revenue, as you mentioned earlier. Why do you even want to go fundraising? Why does that make sense for you? Yeah, it's a good question. So we deliberately chose to do the fundraising because on the one hand, it forces us to really understand the, the customers um, to have cash flow from early on. And basically we spent every cent that we gained um, into building up the team. So today we are um, a team of 16 people, um, mostly software engineers and mathematicians and um, four more on the on the business development side. Now we somehow, we 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 need to make this a more balanced team also because we have now a very scalable product and therefore um, we look for um, additional money because um, sales activities, marketing activities usually require additional capital. And that's how in the funding team we decided um, to go out, look for external investors that on one hand bring in additional capital, but on the other hand can also open doors with their networks, with their expertise. And therefore we are, we are looking for, the, for this next step. Um, maybe just to, to quickly jump in here, uh, you solved the technical problem with your own programming language and really built a sophisticated product. At the same time, I also wonder how do you currently do sales? How do you then solve the problem of selling the product and service that you currently have? Yes, 
Um, of course, there also, there is no kind of secret sauce. There is basically being active, going out to the market, talk to customer, understand their needs, bring the information back, put it in product development, and it's an iterative process. Now, um, as of now, we have done mostly direct outbound sales, which per se is not very scalable, but in the first instance allowed us to, to bring us to, to the level where we are. Now, going forward, of course, we also want to add additional distribution channels, um, partners, but also being present on, uh, on digital marketplaces where we can have a much higher reachability. So there we are, I would say now a bit at the, at the stage where we, where we turn also into a more scalable sales approach, um, which will be necessary in order to continue growing to record as a company. And how much money will you actually need to pull this off? And is there anything else that you will need the money for except for sales and marketing? Yes, um, we are looking for 2 million, um, which brings us to the next um, level in the sense that uh, we also need this money to go international. Uh, we do have already customers in Germany. However, um, the market, as I said, is a global market. Therefore, um, we use the money to build up uh, an international distribution network. And besides sales and marketing, um, a second um, investment topic is, of course, also building up a customer success team, um, which will then also be more efficient to, to work with the customers if they need any support, um, any services. So this actually in parallel, we want to ramp up over the coming months. Maybe even some upsells in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Upsales um, over uh, customer success is actually an important part. And especially in our case, in the enterprise B2B area, we start normally with one specific process and then customer gets what the, the powerful tool of Mintextract can do for them. And then we, we can, uh, let's say, grow into, into further core processes of the business. So thank you very much for sharing all these insights. Um, before we finish the episode, I have some additional rapid fire questions for you to also shed a bit more light behind you as a person uh, of the startup Turicode. So the first one is, what was your summer job as a teenager? Well, in the summer job, I worked for a multinational company that was producing flavor enhancers. So uh, I spent weekend and some night shifts in packaging like onion or fish flavors, which uh, I remember <laughs> hardly. Um, but during winter, I had a, a much more fun job. I was uh, working as a, as a skiing instructor, and therefore this uh, this was more for, for from the for the sporty side. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And what are you most proud of in your life? Well, in the life of Turicode, I would say that uh, we have not um, we have never had a customer that cancelled a contract so far. I think this speaks for itself because um, the quality that we are providing um, is there also where it's expected to be. And I think it's also good expectation management from the business development side. We know that this will not take forever, um, but um, that's what I'm proud of because it shows how we as a team perform both on the technical side as well on the on the business development side. And yeah, beside proud, it also is just fun to, to work with such a young and talented team. Absolutely. And the last one for you today, what's a surprising fact that people don't know about you? Well, most people don't know that um, I'm addicted to mayonnaise. Um, you know, like whenever I go on a being a business trip or private um, trip for more than three days. Um, that's probably the first thing I put into into the luggage. 
Um, it has to be just one specific um, from a specific brand. Um, and yes, that's what uh, keeps, keeps, gives me the energy and keeps me running uh, every day. I guess. The gasoline for your entrepreneurial endeavors. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Much of energy. Yes. Awesome. Martin, thank you so much for sharing your story and also congratulations. I think it's a very impressive um, story and also uh, great to see what you built without any external money. And I'm sure that we will probably hear from you again on the Swisspreneur show in the future and hopefully also read much, much more about you and Touricode. So all the best for the future and thank you for your time today. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to talk to you, Sylvan. We would like to thank our sponsor, SBB Startup. The Swiss Railways launched their own startup program, so no matter if you're already an established company or just have an idea, they are eager to hear from you if you think that your company or your idea is a good fit to the Swiss Railways. You can get in touch with them at sbbstartup.com and they will support you with internal connections, with coaching, and also are very interested in launching a pilot project with you. So if you think that your product or your idea or your company have the potential to collaborate with the Swiss Railways, get in touch with them at sbbstartup.com. Thank you very much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the content, we would be thrilled to receive your rating on Apple Podcasts. That way you not only support Swisspreneur, but also help other entrepreneurs discovering the show and finding more valuable information on how to run their businesses. Next week, we will already be back with an all new episode of the Swisspreneur Show. So we hope to see you again then for a new episode.